This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Official welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. Um, as usual, I'm your your host, Reverend Brian C. Pugsley. Um, today's prayer moment. Before we begin our prayer moment today, I just want to just send a shout out and a, and a special consideration for everyone that's celebrating the Christmas holidays this year. I know that that this season is probably doesn't feel like Christmas. It doesn't doesn't feel right. There's an empty chair, empty couch, empty space, uh, empty room this year. Based on everything that's going on, be it that it's natural or um, the pandemic, just want to send a special prayer to everyone out there today. Um, just hopeful that that you are able to find some level of comfort inside your heart, to find some peace, some solitude. Hopefully, find some cheer in the fact that you're still here. I'm happy that you're still here. I'm happy that. You know, there's other people that are happy that you're still around. I know you may be feeling hurt for whatever reason, that you may have lost a loved one or um, or missing a loved one this year because this is normally that time of the year where uh, many people uh, go within themselves and um, find it hard to come back out. I'm just prayerful that you find your way back. You know, because there are people like me that are still here waiting for you, loving you, and appreciating you all in the same time at the same time. So, on that note, let us go into prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you. We want to thank you for our lives right now, Heavenly Father. We're not trying to be selfish when we say that. We're just thankful that we're still here, we're still breathing, we're still here committed to a purpose, oh, Heavenly Father. We may not even know what our purpose is right now, Heavenly Father, but we pray that you you shed some light on that, oh, Heavenly Father. Give them the vision to see that purpose, oh, Heavenly Father, and give them the tools and the wherewithal to be able to to complete that, that task, oh, Heavenly Father. Right now, I know that there are some people out there on the streets right now, Heavenly Father, that, that can't find a can't find a good place to eat, uh, to, to sleep, and can't even find a good good meal right now, Heavenly Father. Just continue to just lift them up and encourage them, oh Heavenly Father. Keep them from uh, from uh, losing their way, oh Heavenly Father. Right now, I just want to pray for every church door that is still open in your name, be it through a podcast, be it through a vi- live stream, whatever, oh Heavenly Father. We're grateful for them right now, Heavenly Father, for every pastor, every leader that is going forward, bringing forth the message, oh Heavenly Father. Yeah, and also giving hope to others that may not have hope right now, Heavenly Father. I want to pray for everyone. Pray for every person that I know and don't know, Heavenly Father. From here to the other side, oh, Heavenly Father. Just continue to just be with them. Continue to touch them, bless them, and give them the, give them hope right now, Heavenly Father. For even though this is the season, sometimes some of us don't feel like it right now, Heavenly Father. Just right now, you just just pray that the, that the Holy Ghost just takes over right now, gives them. Give them some hope for the future, Heavenly Father. Hope for a 2021, a better 2021 than a 2020 that has ever given them, Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen.
Welcome back to Safe Haven Podcast. Uh, Today's message is going to be coming to you from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 14 through 15. Um, Once again, I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I pray that I pray that you all pray. I ask you all pray with me on the topic of this on this very day: forgiveness in an unforgiving situation. Forgiveness in an unforgiving situation. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you right now for the opportunity to hear the word, Heavenly Father, from wherever we are right now, Heavenly Father, in our cars, in our homes, uh, in places, in our jobs, wherever we're hearing this right now. I pray that you just continue to lift them up right now. Lift me up, O Heavenly Father. Empty out my spirit, O Heavenly Father. Fill me up with your Holy Ghost. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my blessed and my blessed Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Forgiveness in an unforgiving situation. This past week, I've been, I I had been meditating on this one for a minute. Uh, For those who are not completely familiar with the scripture, this one um, is kind of like continuing from last week, but we kind of glossed over uh, part of prayer. And um, for those who haven't read it, um, read Matthew chapter 6 in its entirety. Um, it's a good one. It's a good word. Um, also, this particular ver- these two verses that, uh, that uh, encompass what we're talking about today also comes right after the Lord's Prayer, which is, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. And us, we also forgive our debtors. You know, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, amen. You know, right now, this is the season. This is season, season of Christmas. Season when uh, the event of Jesus' birth, um, on, on that day when he was born, you know, when they say the Savior was born onto us. But, you know, and, and during this season, you know, we're normally up for getting together, gathering together, giving each other gifts. But it's kind of hard to do that this year due to, to the COVID situations and whatnot. And we have to stay socially distanced. We can't, we can't be around anybody right normal, which kind of makes it even harder when you think about it for those who normally have a hard time getting through the season. And sometimes some kind of gathering helps keep them together, be it a gathering at a restaurant, gathering at a house, gathering at a church, gathering anywhere. It's kind of, it's kind of hard for someone to just be able to just embrace this season, especially with this year. You know, that's why a lot of people say 2020 sucks, but then 2020 should give you a 2020 vision about what's going on in your own world. Because sometimes we latch on to certain situations to a degree um, that it kind of hinders us. It hinders our, it hinders our walk. It hinders, it hinders our talk. 
But, you know, sometimes. I'm not saying all the times. Because this season, it's kind of hard to just be able to just sit back and say, say this is a great season. Now, you're probably wondering, what does that have to do with forgiveness in an unforgiving situation, Ref? I'm glad you asked. Because during this time, during this season, we are presenting, we are presenting gifts. We're normally presenting gifts to, to one another. Either it's from someone or to someone, you know. And I've seen that a lot. A lot of gifts are given out. But one gift that's normally not given out and is given out in a rare, rare sense, it is the gift of forgiveness. You know, you know, some people have done you wrong in your lives. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit back and act like we, we all been done right. I've been done wrong. I've done wrong to, to others, and others have done wrong to me. But you know, in some cases, in many cases, we don't forgive. You know, we say we forgive. I, I, I'll take the back. I say we say we forgive, but at the same time, our hearts saying otherwise. Our hearts are saying, "Yeah, I'm just saying it so I don't have to deal with you anymore. I don't have to deal with having to say, yeah, okay, yeah, you did me wrong, or I did you wrong. Forgive me and let's move on." Otherwise, it's kind of like just saying, you know, when you're on the playground or someplace and they and you get into a fight with someone and then the teacher or whoever comes up and say tell tell so and so and so you're sorry so and so you tell so and so you're sorry and shake hands you know you're saying you're sorry like yeah I'm sorry you know and shake hands but you do it with so listlessly it's almost like like you ain't sorry you don't forgive them either you know it's kind of like it's kind of like that situation so it's kind of hard to walk into this. And then you wonder why certain things happen to you. You you think that that you're being dealt a bad hand. No, it is the consequences of not letting go and letting God completely and fully. When you don't let go and let God, you know, fully and completely, you know, there's always going to be a part of you that's incomplete. There's always going to be a part of you that's not going to move forward because you 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 stayed in a spot where they, that you were supposed to be a pit stop you stayed at the rest stop i mean it'd be like i remember growing up and uh, we take ro- my family take road tri- me and my family would take road trips not a lot but but when we did we made stops at the rest stops man, man there were so many rest stops we stopped at but there were a few i loved i loved i said man we could stay here why can't we just stay here you know, because they had a playground stadium, whatever. You know, and I'm like, I like it. Water in the water fountain tastes pretty good. The swings and the and the the slides are cool. Can't we just stay here? No, no. We had to keep going. You know, and either to get to our stop, uh, get to the next destination, be it the vacation spot, or coming back and coming home. In other words, think of it like this: if you're not, if a piece of you is not completely forgiven somebody else then you never really left the left you never really left the rest stop so to speak you're still you're still lingering behind or you haven't reached your destination because you're still at the rest stop just saying man I kind of like it here you know as as I'm trying to break this down to you it's kind of it's kind of um interesting an, an, an interesting analogy about forgiving you know, because if a piece of you haven't forgiven somebody, you're still at the rest stop just like chilling, 
And then, but then after a while, you're also saying to yourself, how come nothing has happened? That's because you haven't moved. You haven't moved there. Yeah, you may have switched locations. You may have uh, relocated to a, a quote-unquote better place, but you're still going through a certain situation. And it's probably because a piece of you has not forgiven either yourself or or the uh, the person who, who put you in that situation in the first place. And kind of quickly... I believe it or not, leads me to the first point of, of forgiveness in an unforgiving situation. One, if you can't forgive yourself, it's even harder to forgive others. I'll say that again. If you can't forgive yourself, it's even harder to forgive others. We can't go around saying that we're Christians if, if we don't forgive give our brother and sister for what they've done or, or allegedly did. It's not. It's not possible. I mean... It's going to, yes, there's going to be some blowback. Yes, there's going to be some consequences of their actions. But if you haven't forgiven them, or in this case, if you haven't forgiven yourself for whatever, how are you going to make it to the next? How are you going to be able to forgive someone else? How are you going to be able to forgive someone if you can't forgive the person you look at every day in the mirror? It's not, it's not, an, easy, it's not an easy thing. I know this one is hard to unpack, but, you know, it's just... It's just a fact. I mean, well, it's my opinion on the fact. Because, quite frankly, you can't go around saying, I forgive you, or I, I can forgive that person, uh, t- tell someone else to forgive that person. And if you ain't forgiven, giving your, uh, your parent for abandoning you or forgiving your spouse for cheating on you. I'm not saying that, that, um, that you should just be a, be a punching bag or a scapegoat to them and just say that and then let them walk over you. You know, you, you know, first off, forgive yourself because, you know, you probably put yourself, painted that picture. I'm not talking about the parent situation on this one. I'm talking about the spouse situation because the parent situation, that is out of your control. But you got to forgive yourself because it wasn't about you. It wasn't you. Yes, it affected you. But it wasn't you that created the situation where your parent may have abandoned you. Maybe the parent did not know how to do their job correctly so they left you with someone they hoped and prayed well hoped at least and maybe prayed later would take better care of you than they could maybe they thought they left you in a better situation they did not but they didn't look back to see if they did or not didn't that's on them now they have to forgive themselves as well for doing what they did you know and then ask you for forgiveness. But you also got to be able to forgive yourself. Because first off, you didn't put yourself in that situation. But you also have to put yourself in their shoes. It's kind of hard to do that. That's where the part where it becomes an unforgiving situation. Is when you have to put yourself in the perpetrator's shoes. You got to put yourself in the person who put you in that sh- in that place. Be it you or someone else. It's hard to be able to just forgive outright. It is. I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. Matter of fact, a situation happened to me a few years ago, and they put me in a situation where I find it hard. I find it hard to do anything. Matter of fact, for a while they were blocking me. They blocked me from everything. But you know, at this point, you know, I learned just recently they unblocked me. But you know what? That's cool because they they probably learned from distance to forgive me. Because quite frankly, I forgave them from the moment before they blocked me. So, but. To see that they opened up like that, I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna reach out and say, hey, my bad. It's all my fault. I could if I saw him in person, but I ain't gonna do it on no social media. I'm gonna do it in person if I ever see him again. Like to say, look, 
And I did it a few times with a couple other people. And and guess what? It was rewarding because like one person, they we were like, we weren't talking for a while, social media and in life. But then over over something very petty and very small. But, you know, I approached her one day and said, hey, I don't know why we weren't talking. But if it was because of me, forgive me. And I meant it because after a while I thought about it and I said, you know what? You know, it wasn't just about me being the big person. It was about me realizing that that just let it go. You know, one person that I used to work with always said this. You know, if you can't uh, can't change it, can't rearrange if you rearrange it, just let it go. Just let it go. You know, best words he, that that he ever told me. He said, I told him, man, I'm not gonna forget that. He's like, man, man you gonna forget? That. I said, no, I'm serious. I've been saying. Saying it and saying it. If you can't change it or rearrange it, let it go. And I mean it. You know, God bless that brother. Um, in addition to this, let me, I almost getting off point here. But you know what? In order to help yourself, uh, to forgive yourself and to forgive others, you want to know what makes it even better? Point number two. In, in addition, if you can't forgive yourself, it's even harder to forgive others. But guess what? Point two. Give the issue to God and keep it with him. That's right. Give it. Give the issue to God and keep it with him. There are many people who uh, go to the altar every, uh, well, before COVID and when uh, when we were all going to church. There are many people who go to the altar, uh, go up front every every Sunday during altar call. And we we pray. We would pray, you know, pray one of the most powerful prayers in the world, you know, you know, let it all out. The preacher, me or some other preacher, will be able to just take you to that spot and to just let go and let God. But guess what? After we said amen, not all of us, but some of us took whatever we brought to the altar and brought it right back with us, took it right back. In other words, it was like, oh, this is my blanket. I'm. This is my Linus blanket. You know, this ain't Charlie Brown, guys. You don't have to hold on to it. It's not your identity to be able to be in pain all the time, to always be angry, to always be sad, to always be upset. That's not your identity. That is the identity you chose. It is also time for you to let it go because there's a better identity. It's the identity that God blessed you with, that God purposed you with. You are withholding your own, your own blessing from you by continually taking back that burden. In other words, if God probably told you, let it go, forgive the person for what they've done. No, no, I can't forgive them because uh, they made me feel, they made me feel like the lowest, the dirtiest of dirty persons in the world or or they, they caused me to lose my money. They caused me to lose my fortune. They caused me to lose my job, blah, blah, blah. You know what? If you're holding that, you're still at that rest stop that I was talking about earlier. You're still there. Why do you want to stay there? Why do you want to stay bitter about it? Let it go. You gave it to God. Let it stay with God. Let God handle your problems. You're not, a, you're not God. You can't handle it. I'm not God. I can't handle my problems. That's why I... Why I'm a happier person now in 2020 than I was in 2019. Because I finally learned 
It took me almost 40 years, but I finally learned. Let it go. Let it go. Let God and keep it with God. Because God can handle it. God has been around much longer than I have. So God has seen it all. We say we've seen it all and been through it all. God has seen it all. God created it all. So therefore, in this case, give it to God. Leave it with him. He has the ability to change it in a way that you could never do. Matter of fact, if you even tried to change it, you'd probably mess it up. Don't worry. I've gone through it. I messed up too. I've tried to change things on my own without God. And guess what? It, I just made it worse. So guess what? I let go, let God, and guess what? God is working within me. And you know what? That is, that is a hard thing to do. It is. So you're probably wondering, after all this, you, you, you brought up, if I can't forgive myself, and it's harder, I'm making it harder to forgive others because I can't forgive the person I look at in the mirror, and you're telling me I have to give the issue to God and keep it with him, what, what else are you going to tell me today that's going to pierce my heart? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because the third point, and then I am through, is be the initiator and not just the receiver. That's right. Be the one that initiates the forgiveness. I brought it up earlier about how I went out on a limb and I talked to a person I hadn't talked to for about a year. You know, it was it, it was like half a year, maybe a year, tops, um, because at that time we worked together. You know, I approached them, and I said what I said. I said, I told them how I felt, and I said, look, I don't know what I said or what I did. And if I said it and I did it, <laughs> my bad. I own, I, own, I own up to it. I fess up. My fault. My bad. You know, I don't want to destroy a friendship, a great friendship over nonsense. Why would I do that? Shoot, laugh all the time, smile all the time, you know. And I'm not saying that I was trying to recapture that because there was no recapture that. I was like, I want new moments. I want to be able to just say, this person's cool, you know. They were my peeps. I love them, you know, and God bless them. But, you know, I, don't, I didn't want some petty issue, petty. And I'm talking petty. There are a lot of people out here that are petty. And you know what? I'm not going to get on. I'm not going to preach on a message about people being petty. But I'm going to just say this though: If you're holding on to something, get out of that rest stop. Get out of that rest stop now. You know, it's a great looking rest stop. I know it looks beautiful. It it has got everything. It's got it's got the best paint, best painted wall, best everything. Let's just say it like that. It looks great. It looks like a mansion. It's the most beautiful rest stop in the world. But guess what? It is what is called a rest stop, meaning. You're supposed to only be there for one, a small period of time. If you want to get to your, your breakthrough, if you want to be able to be with whoever you believe that God has created for you, you got to get out of the rest stop. I've been in a rest stop for so long, I almost, I almost took up residence. I was about to pay taxes on it. But you know what? God woke me up. He said, it is time for your breakthrough, brother. Forgive yourself for what you think was done wrong to you. Look, I did not ask for an eating disorder in my life. I didn't ask for it. Matter of fact, I didn't really blame God for the, for the fact that I have one. You know, not until later on when I'm trying to, to make 
make moves. You know, there were people said, Brian, why you still live in Chicago, man? You you'd be great if you lived over here. You lived over there, and and you are also plan to live in in Arizona at one minute, then the next minute you plan on living in Florida. You you can't even make up your mind on where you want to go. And I'm like, no. Part of my reasons were personal. Part of my reasons was family reasons. You know, I got connections. I got connections in those areas that I brought up. It's just that right now, at my point in life, I wasn't ready to be out there. That doesn't mean that I won't be out there eventually. It's just right now. And I had to forgive myself. I was like, I thought I was going to be... I, I, I've had this issue for the past five years. I said, man, I thought that I was supposed to be married with kids. I, I was hoping to be married by the time I was 35 and have kids, starting to have a family around 37, 38. But here I am at 40 years old, neither. You know what? And for a minute, between 35 and now, I was like, I can't forgive myself. I can't forgive myself for not getting married. I can't forgive myself for not having a family. And I started this, you know. But then then God reminded me before I, as I was preparing this message, preparing this word, he said, remember before you turned 36, you said you wanted to get out of your parents' house by that time, by the time you were 36. And I was like, yeah. Well, two months before shy of your 36th birthday, guess what happened? And I was like, uh, I got a house. He said, no, I got you a house, brother. I got it for you. I helped you find one. There are a lot of people who didn't think that you'd get there. And you believed them. You didn't believe me. So, first thing you have to do, brother, is forgive yourself. Don't worry about all those things that, that are inconsequential. Yes, you wanted to be a young father. But that's okay. You're going to be a wise, knowledgeable, older father. And there's nothing wrong with that. Your father was had you at 41. Guess what? You might be a father by the time you're 41 or 42, brother. So man up and don't worry about that. Forgive yourself and get out there and do what I called you to do. What I'm trying to say to you all, beloved, today is this is a a trying time for all of us. Yes, the pandemic has put us in a pickle. It's put us in a social pickle, too. Guess what? I probably ain't walking down the aisle right away, but that's okay. I will one day, and God willing, I will still be strong and and is more filled with the love of God than I am right now. And also, I have to forgive myself. I am completely, as of today, I've forgiven myself for all of the things that I thought about myself that were not of God. And that's one thing that I implore unto you all today. Forgive yourself. Don't worry about what you did not have at a certain age, what you did not do. If you're still out there clubbing and you all had a family at a certain age, guess what? Be glad that you have a Forgive yourself for that because guess what? You have a family that loves you. There are some people out there that wish they had what you have. So cherish what you have and nourish what you have because not a lot of us have what you have, but we're not, we're not jealous, we ain't mad at you, we just wish we had what you have, that's all, so, and you know what, we'll get there, we all got to get out of our rest stops, we do, we do, so don't worry guys, you will be able to forgive yourself, you will find it a lot easier to forgive others in time, you will be able to give your issue to God and keep it with him, 
And as long as you're the initiator and not just the receiver of the forgiveness, you will feel the power of God within you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this word. We want to thank you for one more one more time, one more opportunity to hear a word right now, Heavenly Father. So right now we just pray that you just bless those who've heard this word. Bless them to be receivers of this word in a way they've never received the word before. Pray that they're able to forgive themselves as well as forgive others with you at the at the helm. At the helm of heaven, Father. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you're enjoying this wonderful podcast and you want to hear more, please make sure that you click the follow or subscribe button on this wonderful podcast so you can stay up to date with the latest and the greatest and be able to listen to past podcasts that you have not yet heard before but want to hear again. Also, don't forget to click the share button. The share button is also important. So therefore, you can share this podcast with all your friends, loved ones, and acquaintances. Look forward to hearing from you. Peace. Greetings, season's greetings, everyone. From Safe Haven Podcast, I am your, I am Reverend Brian C. Pusey. Just want to remind you to have a safe Christmas and a happy new year. Um, this week, um, this particular week, we're going to have a special Christmas uh, podcast uh, sermon. Uh, being presented to you, it's going to be coming to you. Uh, it's going to be coming to you at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be be a powerful message. Um, brought to you by yours truly. Prayerful that um, um, before then, you all have a great week, and um, don't forget to tune in. If you have not subscribed already, please subscribe to the link that you have clicked on to. I'm also available on Spotify. All right, you guys have a blessed one now. Peace. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.